Hello and welcome to the Chronic Illness Recovery Podcast where we talk about all things recovery and life related if you are going through and experiencing chronically ill health. Before we get started in today's episode, which is going to be a bit of a deep one, we're going to cover the pieces of the puzzle for recovery. And I think this is just so important because this is so overlooked. And to be honest, this is the, what the medical system needs to be taught and they need to teach to people because, you know, I just feel like this journey can be so isolating and so hard for someone who has been going around in circles for so many years, getting blood test after blood test, trying lots of different things outside of themselves, getting pills, supplements, more tests, more blood tests. It's just like never ending. And really when we go through the patterns that we see our clients get results from, there are certain aspects and pieces to the puzzle that you must apply in order to improve and start to live again. And so I want to go through the puzzle with you today and I want to, you know, I'm not going to cover everything, but we're going to cover a fair bit. And this might kind of bring some aha moments to you because we see with clients who literally have gone from 20 years of suffering, barely being able to function to now climbing mountains, to writing books, to going back to work full-time, to traveling the world, to falling pregnant when they were told that they were never going to be able to fall pregnant. So there's lots and lots of amazing progress and wins here, but the reason why they were able to do that is because they followed the pieces of the puzzle and they put the right piece down at the right time. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Before we get into the episode, we're going to do win of the week. And normally what I do is I choose a current member that's with us who shares an amazing win for the week, but I'm actually going to choose someone who was a past member. And this member is dear to my heart and her name is Lauren Giamarco and Lauren actually just published her first book and it's called The Unbecoming and uh, we'll try and leave a link in the description for this one but just search Lauren Giamarco The Unbecoming and I'm sure it will pop up and it's her story uh, of her journey, of her hero's journey and of what she went through. And she was an amazing member to work with. She was with us for about a year and a half, maybe a tad longer. And when she started, she, again, you know, the medical system let her down. She was told lots of things that, you know, gladly she didn't believe. And she stumbled across us on YouTube. And so she reached out, she joined the program. She was a really fast kind of action taker. She didn't want to wait around. She wanted to take recovery into her own hands. And so Lauren is a perfect example of someone who has pieced together the pieces of the puzzle for recovery. And now she's living a full life. Like I said, she's just published her book. And, you know, she's even come on as a guest speaker inside our program now to give back to our members. She's just awesome and uh, she's got a lot of experience in environment in terms of your home environment and how important that is to your recovery. And we're gonna talk about that today as well briefly, but we did a workshop specifically on how to create a healing environment around you. And uh, a lot of people overlook that. So, you know, pretty excited to dive into today's session. So big shout out to Lauren G. Marco. We love you. We're actually looking forward to doing a guest panel workshop with you and a bunch of other past members for our mentorship members very, very soon. Can't wait for that. But let's dive into today's session. So 
The pieces of the puzzle, why is this important? Well, it's important because if you do the right things at the right time, you're gonna get good results. If you do the wrong things at the wrong time, you're not gonna get good results. And you know, there's a really popular video on YouTube, I think it's had like 70,000 views, called Is Exercise Bad for Chronic Fatigue Syndrome? And you know, it's a, there's a common myth out there that says exercise is just bad full stop, you should never do it ever. And it's like, well, there's a problem with that because in order to be able to live life, and do things, you need strength to do it. Now the problem is, there is a time where movement and exercise isn't appropriate for someone who is in recovery. And if you're in stage one, then this is majorly the case. If you're in stage two or three, then we transition out of doing less and we start to rebuild and recondition our bodies appropriately. Okay, listen to the word, appropriately. So a lot of people, you know, they think about exercise and they just think about the gym and they think about running. And that's not what your body needs as you want to recondition your body. So this is a perfect example of, you know, doing the right things at the right time. If someone said to you, and a lot of people sadly do, they'll say, oh, you just need to exercise, like just walk or run or, you know, sweat it out. And it's like, no, that's not what that person needs. And of course, they don't improve, they don't get better because they're doing the wrong thing at the right time. So we must identify what piece of the puzzle that you need right now to help you in the moment and that's going to help you move forwards in the future. And again, this is just, it's such a deep dive that, you know, our clients work with us for a minimum six months to understand this and apply it just as a minimum. Most of our members stay with us for over a year because they love it. They keep progressing and they know that proximity is key. They know that having accountability, having that support system behind them whenever they need it is super important. So if you're listening to this on audio, I want you to imagine on a table, there's just a bunch of words, right? And we're going to go through this together and we're going to piece it. And I'm going to kind of give you an example of what it looks like. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, there is a whole, you're going to see this on my iPad in a moment. I'm going to bring it up right now and you'll see what I'm talking about here. So we've got a bunch of words on the table, right? And I want you to imagine you're actually creating a puzzle. Now, the thing is, when we're looking at all these different pieces of the puzzle, it's super overwhelming, right? We're like, holy shit, there's so many things I need to do. What do I do? And it's like, ah, and <laughs> you know, a lot of our new members, when they join our program, they feel like this. They're like, oh my God, there's just so much content. You know, they kind of think they need to do everything and they don't. They actually just need to do one thing at a time and get really good at it and then move forwards. So I've written down a few different words and we're going to use these as pieces to the puzzle, right? And what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to draw a puzzle. And uh, so I want you to imagine at home, if you listen to this on audio, that there are different pieces that we must do in order to get better, right? And so, like I said before, a lot of people get it wrong and they think everything's bad for them or they can't do certain things. It's like, no, that's not the actual problem. The problem is you're just not getting the right prescription for yourself right now, yeah? You're not getting the right prescription for yourself right now. And so the first thing that I believe is the most important one that we must get to first is acceptance. And if we don't accept where we're at or know what to do, it's gonna be really hard to move forwards in our recovery. Now, acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It just means acceptance of what currently is so I can focus on where I'm at and I can move forwards from where I'm at. A lot of people think, oh my God, I can't accept it. If I accept it, it's the end of my life. No, it's the start of your life. Acceptance 
is the start of your life, right? So many people are just so not going to move forwards because they're not in acceptance. They're resisting what is and they're going around in circles and they're getting nowhere. And so acceptance isn't resignation. Acceptance is the start of your new life. You're building something new, right? It's like the foundation. Which brings me to point two, and this is the second piece of the puzzle that I believe that is just so important. We teach this with our clients. It's the first thing that we focus on in terms of when they join our program is baseline. And, you know, again, we need to make sure that you have a baseline that is set and sorted for you. And what that means is basically figuring out where you're at. So that's why the acceptance piece is super important. But then we need to make sure that we are doing the right things for ourselves with where we're at. Now, remember I said the word appropriateness. And what I'm talking about there is doing what is within your capacity, your current capacity. When you're doing it, you're feeling no worse than you currently do and potentially even better than you currently do. And that's a good indication whether or not this is within your baseline. Now, if you're pushing and crashing all the time and going around in circles, you don't have a baseline. You're all over the place. And you know, what happens is most of the time, you know, the people that we work with are high achievers, they're, they're type A personalities, they're kind of all or nothing. And so when they feel really, really good, they try and do everything and then they feel terrible because it's way beyond their current capacity. But once we do have your baseline, and this is a process, it's not an overnight thing, it's something that you've got to learn and apply, that will feel really good and you'll start to kind of level out, right? And when this kind of happens, there's a couple of things that you'll look at. And th these are in no particular order and it really just depends on where you're at. So like, let's say that your sleep is out of whack or you don't have a routine and structure. Well, you know, part of baseline is your routine and structure. A part of your baseline is nutrition, right? Nutrition and gut health. And so all these things is just like, we've got to look at it as a whole. We can't just treat one thing and think that's what's going to get us the results. It's a holistic approach. You've got to have a comprehensive approach, right? But a lot of people that I see are under eating. They're not eating frequently enough. They're not eating the right food types. So they're not eating enough protein. They're not eating enough fats. They're not eating enough complex carbohydrates. What they're really eating is just kind of sugar and crap and high GI carbohydrates, which gives you a short term boost of energy and a fast kind of downturn loss of energy as well. So you want to make sure that you, you've got your nutrition and your gut health right. And you'll know if it's working. And this is what we have a daily tracker for in our program, because you'll be able to tell how you feel after you eat what you eat. Do you feel satiated? Have you got longer lasting energy? Are you feeling a little bit stronger? Or do you feel worse? Do you feel like crap because you just ate toast for breakfast and you think that's a good, healthy, nutritious breakfast? We're not going to go too deep into that, but back in the day when we had CFS Health Clinic, we'd have hundreds of people go through there every single month. And the first consultation, I would always go through nutrition. And I'd say, well, what do you eat for breakfast? Do you have a good diet? And they go, yeah, I've got a great diet, Toby. So what do you have for breakfast? Oh, I have like white toast with jam and butter. And then I have like an apple juice from a container and then I'll have like a muesli bar at like 10 AM. And I'm thinking to myself, and you think that that's going to give you sustained energy levels. That's not what we call breakfast, not in my book anyway. So, you know, when we change that, we notice really good changes too. Another piece of the puzzle is sleep. And what we need to do here is get our sleep patterns right for us. Now, 
If you're in stage one, which basically means the acute stage of chronic ill health, where you're really lethargic, you're feeling exhausted all the time, and usually pretty heavy, you're going to require a lot more sleep. If you are in stage two and three, what happens is you require less sleep over time. And the cool thing is stage two and three, you won't be necessarily needing those daytime sleeps. You won't be needing you know, 12, 13, 14 hours in bed. In fact, there's a stage where we need to reverse it. And I've had a lot of clients who have transitioned from stage one to stage two, but they're still sleeping 12, 13, 14 hours and they're waking up exhausted. And, you know, we've made a couple of amazing changes like with a couple of clients with this problem. I said, you know what, you're actually sleeping too much now. You're oversleeping, which is making you even more tired. And so we need to reverse that. And the changes have been significant really quick, you know, like within a couple of weeks, it's like, oh my God, now I'm only sleeping nine hours or eight hours and I'm feeling way better when I wake up. Of course, they do all the appropriate things. They still look after themselves, but they're, they're not needing that heavy structure. Okay. Now, again, all this is interchangeable. So it depends on what stage you're at and what you need to do, right? If you're in stage one, you do not do movement. We don't focus on strengthening your body in stage one. Stage two and stage three, as we transition, that's when we go, you know what? We're going to start and we'll start at the bare minimum and we'll build up. Now, the cool thing is in our program, at least everything is safe controlled and effective. So, you know, you're not prescribed the wrong things at the right time. Whereas I guess out in the world, and this is why CFS Health was born in the first place to give you practical structured frameworks that you can apply in your life. Because at the time that I went through this 17 years ago, there was no YouTube, there was nothing helpful or positive online. And so that was where CFS Health was born from that place of like, well, I want to make sure that no one else in the world has to suffer the way I did. Okay. I want to make it a lot more simple and easy for you to follow, you know, and let's say if you're in stage one, well, then you need to start restoring energy in your system. Yeah. That's kind of what we need to focus on here is restoring energy and rather than focusing on, you know, using up energy, we need to restore it first. And so as you can see, depending on the piece of the puzzle, we need to kind of slide them in at the appropriate time. One of the things as well that I think is just so important that is so overlooked is stop trying so hard. That's part of the puzzle here. And God, we, the amount of reminders that we give our clients all the time, you know, is stop, 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 stop trying so hard. It's too much. It's not good for you. And you can just go in circles for so long if you keep going and trying so hard all the time. And so again, what happens is after stage one, as you transition to stage two, you're going to be loosening the grip a lot. We don't want you to micromanage anymore. Micromanaging doesn't get you better. It keeps you stuck with where you're at. And so we want to eventually loosen the grip and let go a little bit. And it's funny because we had a client who joined us and she was doing okay, but she was really struggling. And I could tell that she just wasn't loosening the grip. She was just so, so micromanaged throughout everything she did. And it was exhausting her. I said, you know, right now you've got a job on top of a job that you don't actually need. It's too much. And so just a couple of little tweaks and changes, a bit more flexibility, she was able to really make huge progress and get back into work. You know, then we've got things like boundaries. That's a piece of the puzzle that you must learn. Boundaries for yourself, but boundaries for others. You know, there might be people in your life that you need to have a conversation with and have some boundaries. And in that same thing comes relationships. You know, a lot of our clients have a hard time in a relationship and it's really exhausting. 
And so part of that is relationships, identifying ones that are draining you, ones that aren't working for you, ones that need to change. And, you know, boundaries again with yourself, the relationship you have with yourself, but also with others is just as important. Another thing that a lot of people don't talk about is your values. We have a whole program just on this for our members. It's called the Values Align Program. And this is about identifying where you're at and what you need help with. So we want to look at our values and go, well, is this really working for us? Or is this something that the old you was doing and thinking and living by it, but that's just not who you are anymore? You know, you change over time. And so what was important to you back then won't be important to you now, especially when you go through something like this, because it's pretty freaking tough, right? I think it actually creates something deeper within you that if you hadn't gone through, you probably would just be the same person you've always been. Yeah. And then again, this kind of comes under the same thing. This piece of the puzzle is growth. Like, are you thinking big enough? The comments and the wisdom inside our group is just phenomenal. And so the reason why I think it's so powerful and positive is because it helps people see a bigger future. They go, oh my God, if that person can do it, I can do it. If, oh my God, if Sue did this, I can do this. If Craig did that, I can do that. Yeah. So we start to think bigger. And when we think bigger, our behavior changes, right? We start to act differently. We start to do things in a different way. And it's just really, really powerful when we think bigger in an appropriate manner. Okay. A couple of other things that we haven't even touched on yet is the nervous system work, <clears throat> you know, re-strengthening. These two are vital and done in combination is really, really powerful. So when I say nervous system work, like, are we doing the right things at the right time? Are we calming down our nervous system? Do we have a good routine and structure that actually helps us expand and restore every single day, no matter where you're at? It doesn't matter whether you're at stage one, stage two, stage three. Are you getting the right balance between working in and working out? Working in is energy in, things that restore your energy. And then working out is things that expand your capacity that requires energy. But again, you're restoring it through the working in phase as well. So it's a, it's a combination of two, right? We spoke about vision, you know, again, is your vision being looked at you know a lot of our members i had one member the other day saying i'm really struggling with motivation and you know just it's hard to do the stuff that i know is going to help me and we had a conversation around vision like what are you doing this work for like why is it important to you where do you want to be in one year three year five year ten years time when we have a long enough big enough vision that we're moving towards it can help us have purpose and we can pull through what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis Without vision, no action is required. Without vision, no action is required. With a vision, we inadvertently act. We have to act because it pulls us towards the vision that we have, right? And again, like it's just such important work and something I have done in the past, I did when I was going through recovery. And it's still helpful to recreate a vision. What are we doing this for? Reminding ourselves of the why behind the what. It's very easy to just get concerned with the what, but we need to remember the why behind the what, okay? Super important. And the funniest thing is guys, we haven't really even spoken about mindset. And mindset is a huge component to recovery. And most people don't even think about it. 
Most people, when it comes to mindset, they think, oh, it's just like pretending that you're feeling good when you're not feeling good. No, it's not false positive thinking. Mindset work is building the confidence and the belief to do what is required to do the work. Now, the other thing about mindset is, again, if you have a why, if you have a vision, you're going to move forwards and start to make progress towards the goals and dreams that you have. It's that simple. And so if you don't have a good mindset, if you don't have a reason to do this work, you're not going to act and do the behaviors that you need to do in order to get better and move forwards. So it's super, super important that we understand this. It's not about pretend thinking and psyching yourself up and thinking that you're feeling good when you're not. It's not about that at all. It's really about doing the right thing at the right time, having a mindset that is curious and open to expanding. What would it be like if I believed that it was possible for me? How do I behave and act if I knew that I did the work that I'd start to move forwards and progress? And you can see there that we start to move forwards. And not only is mindset important for the forward focus, but it's also important that we stop anything that's limiting us. You know, life gets in the way, things get in the way, and our perceptions and our thoughts around what's going on is super important too. Hands up if you're all or nothing. <laughs> right? Hands up if you've got black and white thinking, it's this or it's that. Hands up if you think worst case scenario all the time. What would it be like if you could anticipate it going well? And this brings me to one of my favorite pieces of the puzzle that really, again, needs to come at the start. I'm actually going to put it in with acceptance because it's really the same kind of thing. Once you accept where you're at, it's so important to have a health focus. Now, what I mean by that is that we don't focus on symptoms. Most of the time, people are just trying to treat symptoms. It's a really shallow conversation. It's a really shallow focus. It's not your fault. Again, the system has let you down. The system tells you, come on, treat your symptoms. You know, treat this problem, treat this problem, treat this problem. That's not the actual problem. They're just symptoms, right? The actual problem is that your health is deconditioned. Your nervous system's not working properly. Your sleep's out of whack. Your body's not conditioned properly. Your digestive system's out. Your immune system's low. These are just some of the things that chronic illness does to the body. And so our job is to reverse that. That's our job is to reverse what chronic illness has done to you. And when we start to put in these steps, you can see that as you start to do it and as you start to move forwards, you really do start to see good results. A couple of other things here. We mentioned goal setting. Again, that kind of goes into mindset and values, something that a lot of people don't do. Inside our program, we have a system for everything. We have a goal setting system. We have a whole workshop that we take people through. And also mindset comes under guilt, you know, the guilt stuff. But none of this matters, right? Like you can do all the nutrition work, you can do all the right movement stuff, but if you're carrying a really heavy backpack full of guilt rocks, it's going to weigh you down. It's going to weigh you down big time. And we need to let go of those heavy guilt rocks and throw that backpack away. And when you let go of the guilt, all the other stuff will start to make more sense and it will start to work. But if you're, like I said, if you've got a heavy load of guilt, that you're carrying every single day, it's weighing you down. 
what you're already going through is weighing you down enough. You don't need any more. So I would highly suggest that you let go of the guilt that you're experiencing. We have a whole workshop inside our program just on how to let go of guilt. And it's a game changer. The amount of members that go, oh my God, I just watched the guilt workshop and it's changed my life. And so big shout to Melissa Ryan for that. And then we've got other things like environment, things that are often overlooked. Your home environment, you know, what you're surrounding yourself with, your online environment is not talked about enough as well. I think that's really important. Your home environment, but also your online environment. Well, who are you surrounding yourself with? What are you consuming? What types of people are you asking questions from? All this matters. All this matters. And you know, this is why I believe in mentors. This is why I called our latest program, the mentorship program is because it's about mentorship and we need mentors who guide us and move us towards where we want to go. And I'm a big believer in proximity. The power of proximity is key. And so surrounding yourself with people that you want to be like, learn from, grow from is so vital. And whether you can do that, it doesn't have to be financial. We've got this free podcast. This is a perfect example of investing your time and online environment to where you want to go, right? If you do have the means, then invest in people and coaches that you'd like to learn from and grow from. I was, you know, lucky enough, I guess, being ill when I was 16, I learned that lesson early on. You know, the spare pocket money that I had, I invested in mentors and coaches over time. All my members know now, I invest a ton of money every single year in personal development and mentorship because of course I don't have to, but I know that if I do it, it kind of helps me expand as a person. It helps me think better. It helps me see where I want to go and it helps me troubleshoot problems. And I think, you know, that's just important in life, whether it's recovery, it could be personal life, could be relationships, could be business. I think just, you know, mentoring in general is just so overlooked and so important at the same time, especially when you're going through something hard. You know, the other two on the pieces of the puzzle that we haven't spoken about yet is progress and stamina. And they go hand in hand together. And also the other thing that we must understand is in order to progress, we must maintain. I'll say that again, in order to progress, we must maintain first. And so we need to make sure that we're maintaining before we're progressing. We're maintaining before we're progressing, yeah? And another one that I wrote down here is another piece of the puzzle is the mental rehearsal. So important and really, again, part of the mindset frame there. You know, what are we telling ourselves? What's the story that we're telling ourselves? What's the story that we're believing that's either helping us or hindering us? And as you can see, you know, putting these pieces of the puzzle together creates what we would call a result. Now, I've kind of done it in a natural order that most people would typically go through on their journey as they start to get better. And here's the thing, what got you here won't get you there. What got you here won't get you there. Change requires change. So if you're doing the same thing and expecting a different result, it's kind of foolish to expect anything different. And so as you kind of go through the stages of recovery, different things are going to be required of you. Yeah. So let's say stage one where you're in acute phase. Yeah. Well, maintaining, restoring, having a less is more approach is super important, but here's the thing. Less is more is just initially, this is not a forever thing. If you stay in this concept and theory of, okay, I've got to do less is more forever. 
well then you're going to stay where you're at because you're not actually progressing and so there's a time and a place that when you get to stage two and enter into stage three it's more about progressing it's not always about less is more it's actually about no i can expand my capacity now because i can yeah and so these are just some of the pieces of the puzzle. There is so many more, but this is just an example of what I'm talking about. Now you might be thinking, but Toby, this is just so much. Like, it's just so overwhelming. It's like, no, you just put in the little pieces of the puzzle that you need, depending on where you're at and what you need in this moment. The cool thing is, and this is what we say to our members, we don't want you to be recovery focused. We want you to be life focused. And so as you start to get better, you won't have to worry about your nutrition. You won't have to worry about acceptance. You won't have to worry about baseline because that will just be second nature now. You will know what to do, when to do, and you'll have the body wisdom to know so and do so. And so that's the beauty of this is as you get better, you're not recovery focused, you're life focused. And you know, inside our program, we have a program called the Lifestyle Integration Up-Level Program, which is basically you know, an ascension program from as you start to get better, we don't want you to focus on recovery. We want you to focus on life, okay? And as you do that, of course, your life gets bigger. You start to do more things. You start to grow. You start to move towards what you want and start to do that. So I hope this episode has been really, really helpful. If you're watching this on YouTube or you'd like to, you know, share if it was, feel free to leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Super, super appreciate it. And of course, if you need more help, we'll leave some links in the description. So you can click on them and we can help you, whether that's just through some of our free trainings, or of course you can work with us personally at CFS Health and we can give you a plan. We can help you every step of the way with these pieces of the puzzle. All the best for now and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.